0: Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> yeah! All right,
0: there she is. It's just it's about the lady you. herself. Right, not about right.
1: you. <laughs> what?
0: Oh no! Oh no! Oh, shit! No! <laughs> oh, Loki, lady
1: Loki. Oh, Where?
0: What? What is going on? This is not good. Oh shit! Oh no! Somebody just bombed the sacred timeline. Bro, oh man, Whoa. that she did. you gotta Esgard,
1: be kidding me. Ego, there's Titan. so many days. They got all the planets. There's on so there. many Easter also. eggs there. Are you kidding me? What? Uh, she's coming. Oh she's coming there. Bro, oh, it's about baby. to go down. Welcome back to New Rockstars. Loki episode 2 just ended by confirming Loki's sexual fluidity in the sexiest way possible, revealing <laughs> Lady Loki is using dozens of stolen TVA reset charges to bomb the sacred timeline. But who is she and what is her plan? Or should we say, wait a damn damn minute? minute. This is Inside Marvel, New Rockstar's Loki After Show. I'm Eric Boss. My Easter egg breakdown of the episode's coming out later today, but here right after watching the episode, we're here with MT.
0: Oh boy. Oh man. What an ending to that episode,
1: Eric. I know. Holy shit. Lady Loki didn't come to play. We (laughs) knew she was working towards something crazy, but... We couldn't have imagined on this scale. Oh, that no. That amazing.
0: She is wrecking the timeline straight up.
1: Well, in this episode, the fugitive Loki variant uses mind control to kidnap mm. a chronomonitor from a Ren Faire in 1985. And then, while it's going on, Loki is joining Mobius on this investigation. They actually, at one point, debate the whole absurdity of their respective belief <laughs> systems. They talk about jet skis. You know, we got it in the series <laughs> with Owen Wilson on a jet ski. Just oh, my God. Please. Please. That's how it ends. The last shot. <laughs> Owen Wilson. Wilson on a jet ski. Right. Final shot. <laughs> just drifting off into the sunset. That's, that's what I want. Maybe Loki can be hugging him from behind, you know? Just get a nice Luca hug there. No, we, we um, get
0: that. It, it's a hard cut to black, and then we get Owen Wilson will return. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just Owen Wilson, not Mobius. Just Owen Wilson.
1: <laughs> yeah, just Owen Wilson. He'll be a variant playing some other characters. Let's, yeah. Lightning McQueen. Um, but the... The big reveal of this investigation is that this fugitive that they're chasing has been hiding in apocalypses throughout Mm. history. They proved this by going to Pompeii in 79 AD right as Vesuvius is erupting uh, and Loki reasons that whatever branches would get formed by the result of that variant being there would just get erased by the apocalypse wiping everything out. They are able to triangulate the next location using that kablooey gum uh, Mm. to the Roxcart store, which is basically like an Amazon shipping center, Amazon store of the future, (laughs) just a terrifying like a Rocks massive corporation that <laughs> runs this town uh and a very bleak future of future superstorms wiping out coastal towns in the gulf it's only yeah.
0: 30 years away it's sounds pretty accurate not to me too
1: far. <laughs> yep. As this hurricane is hitting And this Loki is Loki Reveals herself as Lady Loki At least we think That's gonna be her yeah. name But it's pretty clear It's Lady Loki Di Martino Is acting her And uh, she has been using These stolen TVA reset charges And stolen uh, portal gateways To right. send these reset charges Throughout the sacred timeline Causing all these branches These chaotic branches If you look closely It looks like all kinds Of Marvel planets Like everything that the MCU Has set so far so Is on that list Including Ego, Xandar vormir asgard it's all there yeah in the easter egg breakdown i'll list exactly every date and what that could mean but here we just got to really talk about what lady loki's planning um i think that's the central question here what's the next step Mm. uh before we get to that be sure to check out our new latest obsession shirt loki out of time these have been flying off the digital shelves over at (laughs) newrockstarsmerch.com uh i don't even know if i'll be able to get one to wear in videos uh hopefully fingers crossed
0: They're so good. They're so good. So freaking good.
1: There's an entire Loki collection, actually. Um, In addition to this shirt, there are other Loki shirts, including this augmented reality shirt. uh, Loki Mm. prints cell phone cases. A Miss Minutes sticker. Miss Minutes! Miss Minutes wall clock. That Mt has graciously allowed us to uh, to feature, uh, despite his romantic attachment to her, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife started funny, entered an uncanny valley of not being funny for a decade, and then now it's kind and of now back, back. To funny again. Yeah. <laughs> We've reclaimed my wife. Uh, but the uh, this the collection looks amazing. Be sure to get your hands on something because it directly supports this channel. Mm. Uh, and uh, also, of course, by getting the Loki out of time shirt, the best thing about it is you're going to get the ability to additionally write in a custom shout out that we're going to feature at the bottom of the screen during these after shows. And just to read a couple here, Jake Phillips said, I told my boss that if I am late for work, it's OK, because the TVA will just reset the timeline. Thanks, TVA. <laughs> (laughs) that's great that's a yeah valid excuse i I like to think Uh, that that
0: thanks tva at the end is like thanks tva
1: now i'm fired (laughs) i'm on unemployment thanks tva uh catherine said why does loki buy cough drops because he doesn't want a thor throat
0: oh my god catherine i
1: work (laughs) magnificent (laughs)
0: magnificent magnificent
1: (laughs) <laughs> and then uh a serious question here taylor asks do you guys think that there will be some kind of thor or even a frigga cameo mm. also congrats on the wedding mt Aww. did you get married to miss minutes
0: thank you Something i mean maybe? obviously yes and i took her last name oh, so it's oh official. that's right that's
1: right <laughs> but i should have remembered how have i forgotten uh <laughs> My bad. But yeah, uh, I I don't know about a Thor cameo. I mean, technically, we have seen a Thor in a Frigga cameo through archive footage. But beyond yeah. that, I, maybe a Frigga cameo. I, I don't know yeah. if they're going to get Chris Hemsworth in the show. But Renee Russo, I could see showing up. I
0: mean, a Frigga cameo, I think, is highly, highly probable. Mm-hmm. Because they showed Frigga in that um, little flashback sequence. I think that that's going to yeah. be a thing. But like later on Thor, maybe we'll see a Thor variant, but yeah, maybe not Chris Hemsworth because that's a high Oh, price. an alternate <laughs> Thor.
1: Yeah, do you yeah. think we'd see uh his brother the actor like Luke Hemsworth playing uh Thor <laughs> in his alternate so. timeline? He's the Thor in that timeline. That would be
0: amazing. I would love that. Yeah.
1: Shit. <laughs> well, again, check out all of our great Loki merch options at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Uh, But, M.T., what's our first question?
0: Our first question of the day is, wait a damn minute. Who is Lady Loki, and what is her true plan?
1: Yes, good question. Well, a short Mm. answer. Trying to do the shorter answers in here. Obviously, (laughs) bombing the sacred timeline, but Mm. I think that's just one part of the plan. The real plan, I believe, is to actually clear the TDA so that she can hold the timekeepers hostage, make some changes to their sacred timeline to set her up. Nice, but let's back up. Uh, Lady Loki, we all pretty much guessed from fluid showing up as Loki's sex on that uh, (laughs) case file in episode one, that this mystery Loki variant would probably be Lady Loki. Now in the comics, Lady Loki isn't so much Loki from an alternate timeline, she's really the spirit of Loki reincarnated into a female body. After the Ragnarok event, it was a body made for Lady Sith but Loki to kind of screw with Thor a little bit, just went into that body uh, and then lived on as Lady Loki. So it's not like we just try to come up with like a girl version of this. It's, it's still yeah. Loki, but now the uh, the sex identity is a, is that of a woman. What
0: an interesting prank! It's like I'm going to become a woman to yes, prank my
1: brother Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I mean, yeah, it's fun. It's but it's also very on brand for Loki, right? Um, but in the MCU's case, I think we can assume from Sophia DiMartino's character, her horned crown, her common bond with Loki, that this is indeed the MCU's version of Loki, just a Loki <clears throat> from an alternate branch timeline. But she must be a past variant who has managed to avoid being erased by the TVA because she's been at this for some time before right. this branch L one three O Loki came into existence. So um, maybe her past timeline. Was pruned, but she was not. The way that our branch Loki, I think we saw that reset charge go off in Mongolia, that timeline was pruned, but Loki's just out of time with the TVA in the same way that I think Lady Loki's out of time, but not within TVA custody. She's been hiding in these various apocalyptic eras. Now a lot of people are asking but why is she female? Like what does that mean? Well Loki's sex is just indeed fluid and I think he explained the difference between duplication casting, illusion projection, right as we were learning different Lokis (laughs) have slightly different powers and in Mm -hmm. her case she can transfer her consciousness into different bodies and project her consciousness into another host while she goes about her business in her own body so I'm thinking maybe that female body may have been just a random woman that this Loki spirit Mm -hmm. overtook and decided Decided to stay inside of which oh actually would god. be pretty similar to that comic's backstory if you think about oh
0: it. oh my god i love that idea what i didn't even consider that it's like
1: that couldn't even be yeah. the true
0: loki what right. that's a good right one.
1: and and the same way that there was like uh, another loki that looks like tom hiddleston this mm-hmm. is just like a body that she jumped into and it's still loki's soul and identity just carrying yeah. this this vessel you know
0: Oh, shit. What if it's Richard E. Grant, bro? Like, hey, what? now you're thinking, baby, uh, yo, that, bro, she, that's a that Richard idea. E. Grant is
1: controlling her as a puppet. Yo, and then she's controlling layers virtuous. of puppets. Layers. Puppet layers. Layers. Three-tiered <laughs> puppet layer. It's, it's really just a pyramid scheme uh and it's the illuminati eye and it's all connected it goes all the way to the top
0: we do see like a sort of image like that in the credits right with the uh with the variant i think there's like a one um stick figure mm. in the circle and then we have that's the right. branches yep. so what if that one in the middle is like i'm richard e grant and like i have these little that's a really good idea. i love, I love it. it
1: i love it that's what we're doing <laughs> we're all thinking on the fly we just watched the episode mm. and we're stri- trying to unpack it, we're figuring it out In Mm -hmm. real time. Now, um, we also have to note, MT, it sounds like Lady Loki might be telepathic. Mm -hmm. Like, in addition to be able to touch someone's temple and control their minds, there's that moment when she lowers her hood, you hear all these voices echoing around. What What is this about? This
0: isn't about you.
1: And if you listen closely, it sounds like you hear Tom Hiddleston saying, what do you want and what is this about? And then she answers that question by saying, this isn't about you this might be just another layer to her powers because we don't, I don't think we heard Loki scream out loud. What is this about? That might've just yeah. been the panic in his brain that he was trying to hide by putting on a brave face. And she could read into his brain, just be like, you can't hide anything from me.
0: It's such a different power set than the Loki that we know. Cause like, yeah, but he cannot do that. Like the only mind control he, he could can't. have done is through the mind stone when he added in event right. one. And, but like, That's right. it just, I'm just wondering how varied, these power sets are for each loki because like we we do get a glimpse That's... of those little uh, holographic projection that uh, Mobius had uh, before their little heist. And so we, we see a mm-hmm. big Loki and we see like different variations, like how different mm-hmm. are these powers, which is so interesting. It sounds
1: pretty different. It's yeah. not just like slight variations on a theme. These are completely different forms of sorcery. You
0: know, I, I wonder if it's just Loki or like, you know, Thor as well in different universes. Like is, is there like different power sets for Thor? Like it's just so interesting to me.
1: Or it does cool. match with your line of thinking MT, that this could be a very, very old Loki that's just picked up various forms of sorcery. Cause Loki learned the, those sorcery skills from Frigga over time. He Mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily born with those skills. That was a learned kind of magic. So, cause it's not like all frost giants or sorcerers, you know? So true. I think this could just be an older Loki that's picked up additional skills. I mean, mm-hmm. we've already seen this Loki do things that he wasn't able to do before. He used telekinesis to summon a Roomba. You know, that wasn't something we ever had seen Loki do in the MCU, I don't think. Right? Yeah,
0: I've never seen that before. So, like, And we know yeah. in trailer
1: footage, he uses a green energy blast to like blast someone the way like Wanda Maximoff could. I don't recall him doing that. There's all these kinds of new
0: Getting these new up. powers... Gradually throughout the series because...
1: Or maybe he's getting them mm. from Lady Loki throughout yeah, this fight. She would be is so powering cool. him up as a partner, you know? Be- and just teaching him, unlocking new skills for him. And that's kind of the temptation, the lure, the reason he follows her through that time door.
0: Oh my god, that'd be so sick. Just Loki yeah. getting new powers, like sort of Mandalorian style. I dig it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about her plan. Let's talk about her plan. She's obviously been stealing both reset charges and mm. TVA portal opening devices uh, and now she's merging both of these, like dozens of them. Uh, and Loki correctly deduced that this variant has been hiding in apocalypses uh, that includes this rockscart disaster of 2050. And uh, the reason she's been hiding there isn't so that she can you know replenish her resources from this big Costco. It's so that it's this big warehouse space with a lot of shelves that she can hide stuff in in case right. she's ever found. and she can gradually just like, Nestle something behind the TV screens Behind the Roombas Behind the plants And just kind of go undetected So that she can do this all at the same time Because she needed to be able to synchronize all this
0: I love that whole apocalypse angle It's like hiding in the apocalypse yeah. Like no no think about that it's just right such a good hiding spot
1: <laughs> and an apocalypse in the year 2050 there's mm. all kinds of weird gadgets and gizmos all over this store no one's going to look twice at something that looks right. like just some kind of other radio equipment right. versus if you try to do this in pompeii or on asgard or something like that people can be like the hell is this what the fuck is this what it's like. yeah, yeah. What
0: the f- is technology <laughs>
1: Yeah, so really this is all a stalling game, right? Like, she just Mm. popped her mind to B-15, to all these other different people, just to, like, give her enough time to sync it all up. But really, she's doing this to rig up all these dozens of charges, dropping throughout time and space. Uh, But, yeah, it includes, like, New York in 1947. Interesting year that I'll be looking into in the breakdown. Asgard in 2004. What was happening there? The Kree homeworld of Hala in the year 51 AD. Now, we know the Kree are much older than humanity, uh, mm-hmm. and they kind of stopped their evolution at a, at like thousands of years before us so what happened in 51 AD on Hala to make Lady Loki choose that one or was it just random i i have to think it's all deliberate
0: yeah i think it's deliberate too because you have to remember with the Kree there's this Kree, uh, like a really long war between Kree, the Kree and Xandar what if that has to do with that who knows um, to
1: destabilize anyway. it, right. So obviously yeah, this is a crisis that threatens to destabilize the entire sacred timeline in very specific ways, but the real threat I believe is yet to come, because mm. the kidnapped Crota monitor says right before this happens that Lady Loki now knows the location of the timekeepers. Mm. Something that Renslayer seemed to have as privileged information. And then Renslayer in particular watches in horror as all these Minutemen are rushing off to prune the branches, and she mm. arms herself. And she probably realized that Lady Loki is coming to her, and mm. that she really wanted to flush out all all of these TVA agents to leave the TVA undefended so that Lady Loki can sneak into the TVA and find the timekeepers and we know from the trailer footage that Lady Loki does infiltrate this place we don't know how far she'll get but the end credits remember tease that one floor one EJ that mm-hmm. said access denied that could be the chamber where the timekeepers or whatever the timekeepers actually are are kept. Mm. And we'll talk a little bit later this episode about what Renslayer might be hiding about the t- true nature of the Timekeepers. Uh, but my theory for now is that Lady Loki plans to find these Timekeepers to hold them hostage, or at least to force them to amend the Sacred Timeline so that the Sacred Timeline Loki, who would still exist, by the way, he's continuing on to Asgard in the Infinity Saga history yeah, that right. we knew before, that guy's still there. I think she wants <clears throat> to change that Sacred Timeline so that Loki gets replaced with this Lady Loki, or whoever is controlling her so that they no longer have to be a fugitive that the world is theirs but i also suspect that whenever lady Loki gets there she's gonna realize that the timekeepers are less of the divine forces that she thought it's gonna be kind of like a wizard of oz scenario and the wizard (laughs) of oz can't really give the seeker exactly what they're asking for he can't give someone courage he gives someone a big medal you know so i think that's what she's gonna find that you know she's on her own story circle and once you get what you think you want you get disappointed and your goals change
0: oh man like i do like ever since you brought it up like that wizard of oz angle has been like just in my head because i love it i love twists like that i think that the the idea of clearing out the Minutemen so that lady loki can infiltrate is right on the money there because like there's just so many of them in there, that like actually getting to the timekeepers would be impossible, so like she's just making yeah. them all busy, like keeping them busy, so that she can go in and, and do that thing. Though, I think that Lady Loki, I just think that she just hates the idea of being controlled by fate. Personally, I think the timekeepers are real, she just wants to destroy the concept of one timeline because it's just like, I don't like the fact that like we're just stuck here. Like, let let it all just go. Let it just be chaos. Because Loki is an agent of chaos. And they say that word repeatedly throughout this episode. And I believe episode one as well. So it's just like.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pie People, Influences, and Experiences.
0: Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level be who, what, when, where, and why you are, rather than what it is you do.
1: Absolutely. We're not going to talk too much about what people do. We just want to know about their families, where they come from, You know what shapes their parenting if they have kids, what shapes their marriages if they're married.
0: She, I think that she likes chaos and wants the the multiverse of madness to to occur just because it means freedom.
1: Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I think uh, all the Lokis kind of believe that on a philosophical level, that they mm. thrive in situations of chaos. So I mm. think that is their kind of their super objective, right? is mm-hmm. to have just situations that are the most chaotic. But on a more specific level, I think she targeted these very specific dates one by one to find uh, the moment mm-hmm. in that place's history where they're at kind of a fork in the road. And then they mm-hmm. went the fork in the road that led to the history. but they it was kind of those watershed moments, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to create mm-hmm. a specific nexus thing that would be even harder, the most difficult <laughs> mess for the Minutemen to clean up in that scenario. So I bet if you look at each one of those dates, you'll see, oh, you know what? There was kind of a nexus point. Things could have gone in another direction there, and that's why she chose the specific dates to make it specifically impossible to patch.
0: Goddamn Lady Loki. You are one conniving, smart, mastermind woman.
1: She's been at this for a long time. You have plenty (laughs) of time to plan it. I bet, you know, uh, given enough time, any of us can be... The monster of the multiverse. I
0: wonder how long she's been doing this for. Cause like time moves yeah. differently there, so like she's been do- uh-huh. she could be
1: doing this for like hundreds of years. years. Who
0: knows? <laughs> Decades,
1: yes, millennia for sure. Um, so, where there's a lot more to discuss from this episode. First, we want to thank some people who helped us make it. Starting with our friends at Warby Parker. So Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores, offering eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. Glasses start at ninety five dollars, including prescription lenses. Sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses are also available. Need help choosing? frames, will take the quiz, answer a few quick questions, and they'll suggest some great-looking glasses that are totally personalized to fit your face and your style. I took their quiz and ordered a home try-on kit specifically for sunglasses to protect my beepers this summer. I really like the process because it allowed me to try on very different styles of glasses and see not only what fit and looked best, but also what got the seal of approval from folks around me with better sense of style who are going to have to look at this face. Warby Parker sunglasses feature premium polarized lenses that are scratch-resistant and provide 100% UV protection. And you can get the sunglasses with your prescription. So try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses and try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com marvel. We also want to thank Keeps for sponsoring this episode. More than 50 million men in the US suffer from male pattern baldness and there are only two FDA approved medications that Prevent hair loss? Well, good news, Keeps offers both of them. Keeps has a simple, stress free way to keep your hair. I personally hate going to the doctor's appointments for anything, it's never at a convenient time. You have to park. You gotta sit in a waiting room. It's about as it's much fun as losing your hair It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keeps offers convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home or go to the doctor or the pharmacy. Treatments start at just $10 per month and Keeps offers generic versions to keep the costs low. Their proven results arrive to your doorstep in discreet packaging. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. With hair loss, prevention is the key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so you gotta act fast. And if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash marvel to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's com slash marvel to get your first month free, keeps.com slash marvel. And we wanna thank Credit Karma Money for sponsoring this episode. We all like instant gratification. With Credit Karma Money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily Instant Karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in Instant Karma to 50,000 Credit Karma members. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ET so right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank, Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limit apply. So MT, our next wait a damn minute. Where are the timekeepers? And do you think Renslayer is telling the truth about them? Well, I, I personally do think that
0: Renslayer is telling the truth about the Timekeepers and that the Timekeepers do exist. Though, you know, I, I'm not hundred percent sure because like in this in this episode they do talk about the the idea of you know belief and like you know belief in a higher power, sort of, because like you know, the the humans believe in in gods, like the Asgardians, and like the, the Asgardians. Don't really believe in any other gods above them. So this this idea of the timekeepers being introduced—it's like they, they could not be real. They could very well not be real, or they could be what I believe to be the MCU's take on a Marvel group of beings called those who sit above in shadow. And if you guys are not familiar with this in the comics, they're basically the the gods, gods of the Asgardians, and like they they take the energies of of Ragnarok to sustain them, and to they feed off of that energy. But I think Marvel Studios could be taking the timekeepers and this concept of those who um, sit above in shadow, smush them together, and uh, could be using the timekeeper's as, as this force that uses the forces from, you know, each timeline, each each, each rotation of the MCU throughout time to sustain themselves.
1: No, I like that idea. That might be why they have the sacred timeline. It's kind of like an energy beam, a stream yeah. that feeds them. And with, with the multiverse, they don't uh, get a nice hearty meal. They just snack throughout the day. And that doesn't sustain them as well.
0: And we see in the trailers and the promo material, we see that like that rainbow like stream um, around that rock thing. And I, you know, I, I think that that's the timeline that they, they uh, suck energy from.
1: No, I like that idea a lot, MT. I want to clear something up. When I'm saying that, like the the timekeepers might be so- part of some suspicious uh, nature, I'm not saying they don't exist. That someone's just mm. lying about their existence. I'm just mm. saying they aren't the ex- exact gods that Miss Minutes said they are. Right. Like that okay. they're because in the comics they were they were artificial. They were constructed by someone. Mm. And that's what I think is happening in the show, that there's someone else who is controlling them or someone else who built them. But I'm not mm. saying that they're they are not in existence at all. Obviously, I think they exist. Yeah. I just think that someone else is pulling the strings to them. Uh, okay. uh, so that's, that's why I'm that's, saying that's they're not answer. real. I'm just saying they're puppeted. They're there. There's something there. Uh, mm. But like when she says the timekeepers, I think she is referring to a more complex story there than um. what we saw in the Miss Minutes cartoon. Because Rensselaer, like, the fact that uh, Mobius said he's never actually... Actually seen them, you know. Mm. Only Renslayer, or maybe a couple other people have actually seen them. I think when we actually see them, it's not going to be exactly what we have seen in these statues and in the cartoon. It's there's just going to be something more to them. Uh, mm. And I think it might just be like a little man Who looks like Richard E. Grant is behind a curtain Who's pulling a bunch of levers <laughs> Or whatever it is, you know uh, Or someone who's like I created these things They're now out of my control You know, there's just more to that story And I think yeah. we're hinting more and more of that In this episode uh, And I think that secret Is what is more afraid of getting exposed um, mm. The fact that things are redacted in the end credits There, There are lies, there are secrets There's cover-ups, there's all kinds of things to the TVA's story and their agenda that Renslayer doesn't want getting out there. And I think that's what Lady Loki wants to expose.
0: I feel like that makes sense, given what we do know about this. You know, we don't know a lot about the multiversal war, but let's say that there was a war and that the aliens and all that stuff fought in this war. What if regular alien people won? They became these timekeepers. They have this like, you know, access to this power, but like, they're just regular people, you know? And I, mm. I I do, okay. Now, I see what you're talking about with the whole Oz element because they like, could you just be just regular, just not all that powerful people but, like, they're just boosting up their myths So it's like, yeah, we're awesome, we're pretty cool You should respect yeah. us, don't even wonder what we're doing behind the closed doors
1: And the same way that, like, Uncle Sam is, uh, is a symbol, you know yeah. Those symbols are very real to people, they matter to people They inspire people, they mean <laughs> things, exactly uh, But, like, it doesn't mean that there is a giant Uncle Sam Who's going to drag you and force you to go to war, you know
0: <laughs> I'd like to you think that there's a giant to... Uncle Sam mech that we have yeah, like, In case shit goes down One 1A, 1A,
1: 1A. You're fighting. Uh, yeah. That's essentially what he is, though. It's just really what that is. It's draft boards. Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. One a. One a. It's some crazy old withered man in a wheelchair. And that's what Richard E. Grant is. That's what I've just believed in my life experience, so. that everyone pulling the levers of power is some just terrifyingly old man who should have died decades ago. All right, what's our next question?
0: Our next question is, wait a damn minute. What is Miss Minutes exactly? A recording, an yeah. AI, or something else like my wife?
1: Yeah, maybe. there was that interesting moment where uh, Loki was swatting her with the rolled up jet ski magazine. Yes, and he's like, what it. exactly are you? Are you <laughs> listening to me right now? Yeah, and also what's weird about her is she's a function on that. She's a selectable function on that device. Like, right. a- in the elevator, you can also push a button. What does it mean to push a Miss Minutes button? Yeah. Does that mean she's going to pop out as a holly projection at that moment? Be like, what do you name me for, friends? <laughs> and then, like, kick people in the knees and giggle and run away. Like, what the hell is she? I'm wondering if she is a living... Uh, artificial intelligence, right? She's not mm. a recording, obviously. She's responsive in the moment. She could either be sorcery or technology. I'm leaning towards she's TVA technology. Mm. Uh, and in the way that like the Cree Supreme Intelligence was kind of this advanced, advanced technology right. that controlled everything in that uh, civilization, I think that could be what Miss Minutes is. She could even be some kind of program that is tied with the timekeepers. Uh, She is the public face of the timekeepers in a way uh, to where she's this kind of cute, easy to digest thing. But the more and more you start to pull at the threads of her, she's like, I'm not going to give you any answers, sort of. (laughs) Hey, show some manners. And she'll jump back into her little computer. But yeah, I think uh, she's kind of like the TBA equivalent of the Kree Supreme Intelligence. That's my theory, at least. That
0: okay, interesting. What I also found interesting is that she did dodge Loki every time he tried to hit her. Rather, yeah, than, he wasn't know,
1: able to make contact with her. Yeah,
0: yeah, but like, it, I would assume that she was just like this projection that he could just like zoom through. So like, exactly. why did she feel the need to hop uh-huh. around? And then uh just hide into the computer. Like, I
1: wonder why she felt that need. Yeah, I know. Does she feel pain? Yeah. Like, is, is she running on some type
0: of, like, hard light technology that makes her physically real? Like, it's, it's uh-huh. very interesting to me. I wonder why she does. Yeah, but I
1: think it's, it's like, uh, like almost like genie magic. Like, genies are just smoke. But they don't want you putting your hand through them. Or ghosts in the same way. Like, that feels weird to do it. It's rude. <laughs> uh and it's disrespectful and i think respect matters a lot to her
0: exactly i mean i would know um more than most um because uh, i've been <laughs> kicked out of the house and uh, a couple of times and sleeping on the couch uh, because of uh,
1: accidental disrespect won't do that again yep. sorry we'll Ms. Do that again. sorry boo boo yeah. <laughs> mt i want to ask you another question yes wait a damn minute who is Justice Renslayer's other mystery analyst that she keeps on the side oh, yes. from Mobius? The pen,
0: eh? Um, yeah, I, the Franklin I D. Roosevelt super... High School
1: pen. Yes,
0: we're, we're definitely gonna get um, some more information on that in the future because, like, they just they're obviously mm-hmm. setting that up. I don't think that it's another mystery analyst. I have this weird feeling that Renslayer. Has, like, a secret life on the side. I think hmm. that, you know, that that pen is probably from, like, a, I don't know, like, parent-teacher conference, and she has, like, a daughter. She's like, hey, my daughter's in high school, and, like, here's her pen from that thing that we did. Oh, and like, cool. She's secretly, like, you know, breaking the rules, even though she's, like, this, like, oh, I love the rules, all this stuff, but, like, she has a secret thing because it's just bureaucracy all day, every day. Like, she needs purpose. Uh-huh. So I have a feeling that that's what that's about, but I don't know.
1: (laughs) I like that idea a lot. Um, Yeah, I think the fact that it's Franklin D. Roosevelt High School, high schools didn't start getting named after FDR until probably, what, after World War II, I would say. So that kind of Mm. places whatever that point in the timeline is from uh, 1940s, late 1940s onward. Yeah. Um, And I'm wondering if that other analyst could be some other kind of past analyst that she's kind of hush-hush about. That could be her loved one, Immortus, a.k.a. Kang the Conqueror. Uh, Mm. And that could have been some because I keep clinging to this as a member of the Kang gang. I love this idea that Kang could have been a member of the TVA, an agent, a former director of it, one of the timekeepers, someone involved with the TVA to have been involved with Renslayer in the past. And that Renslayer isn't proud of it, but she has this ongoing affection for this person who went rogue, Mm. uh, whether by stealing one of the power stones from the evidence locker or time stones from the evidence locker and going crazy. Uh, could have been some other variant uh, that she just let go, uh, and this is just something that she keeps as a, a symbol of it because clearly she has a um, some kind of friendship at least with Mobius. Oh yeah. Uh, but like he has that familiarity with her, and mm. she even uh, gives him more leeway than she probably would another analyst. You know, but the fact that she's not telling him about that shows that there are barriers between them they could have chosen any tva character from the comics they chose renslayer you know it's it's just is it just like a random character or is it is that Kane connection important
0: i think that it is probably going to be important because they don't just choose names like that for no reason i think that that is going to be significant i think you are barking up a very good tree
1: We have a few more questions we want to talk about, but one more person helped us make this episode. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring us. Lots of us are trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring, right? Well, Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors that you love, but without all the bad stuff. Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. That's only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Order yourself a variety pack that comes with four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Get wild and mix up some of the cocoa and peanut butter flavors in the same bowl. Kind of tastes like a peanut butter cup. Just imagine mm. the flavor combinations. So go to magicspoon.com slash marvel to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code marvel at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked. Remember get your next delicious bowl of guilt free cereal at magicspoon.com marvel and use the code marvel to save five dollars off and thank you to magic spoon for sponsoring this episode now mt i have another question for you wait a damn minute how does the tva compare in terms of power status to other marvel deities things like celestials uh the watchers galactus the elders uh because we had this whole moment of like them comparing their belief systems like what is god to them how do you think the timekeepers line up with all that
0: we actually did a big question on this me and marina um that should be coming Ooh. up really soon and can't i can't wait to see that I met Marina for the first time then, and she's great. So yeah. you should look yeah. Out yeah, for yeah. that one. Um But yeah, anyway, yeah, no. Uh, so the TVA is very much up there on the Marvel hierarchy um, because they they essentially live outside of the universe, outside of time and space. And a lot of you know the Marvel hierarchy exist within the Marvel universe. And so since they exist outside of that, and they have authority over the Marvel universe, then that means that you know though your your beings like the you know Celestials and in in your your Watchers and all that. They have, you know, a higher jurisdiction than that. That is um, what I believe to be the the hierarchy there. But what do you think, Eric?
1: I mean, obviously the TVA has some formidable power for sure. The fact that uh, within the TVA magic doesn't really work, the Infinity Stones aren't usable in that boundary uh it just depends what the ultimate source of the tva powers is is it the timekeepers mm. themselves is there some force beyond the timekeepers of the tva that really supplies the power but the fact that they can trump as guardians is a pretty big deal uh or in this case frost giants it makes me believe that they'd probably be able to arrest eternals like thanos and the other oh, for Eternals. Sure. For uh, sure. i don't know if they'd be able to beat the celestials just because the celestials can kind of do anything see i like, right? i i
0: think that they could easily do that i think that like in a scenario yeah. where like they, let's say that they wanted to arrest a celestial they would like arrest him and then he would the celestial will come in in like the same size and form as a human being because oh, like, like I feel, like, yeah you know, like i feel like a lot of the celestial power comes from being rooted inside of a universe. And, like, once you take anything powerful, like the Infinity Stones or, you know, a Celestial or whatever, out of their native universe, all of their power becomes inert. And that's why Loki could mm. use his magic. Like, all, mm. anything that you could do in inside the, the main Marvel or whatever universe you come from, that's, that's done. Because I feel like the TVA has sort of, like, has the same authority as the Living Tribunal. Like, I think they are on the same mm. level, but, like, different, you know, departments and shit. So, like, yeah. you know, I, I do feel like Celestials and Galactus and your Watchers and all that would, would probably be as depowered as Loki in that scenario. They usually fall within their cosmic purpose, so, like, you wouldn't see a Celestial or Galactus in the TVA because they're serving their universal function.
1: No, that's <laughs> a good argument, MT, um, because, like, it's so hard to compare the power statuses of things like Eternity, you know, mm. uh, to Chronos because they're all just, like living embodiments of abstract ideas yeah, Um, and they it's not really even possible for them to wage war against each other because it's like the way it's set up in marvel comics like living tribunal is kind of the ultimate legal authority you know Mm. and if you think of the tva as like a legal institution uh with courts and judges and prosecutors and things like that it seems like they would probably fall right underneath the living tribunal. I don't yeah. think they're above the living tribunal. Exactly. Uh, living tribunals like the Supreme Court justice. And mm-hmm. then the TBA is like the, you know, an appellate court that's right underneath. Exactly. That. That's a good um, like But that. that appellate court can prosecute anyone like in the American legal system. <laughs> You know, pretty much anyone is supposed to be under the law unless you have a very interesting interpretation of the second article of the Constitution, as some of our recent presidents have. Um, But we won't get into that here. That will be a different podcast uh, series channel in the future where I'm allowed to be political. Inside Um, politics. (laughs) Well, that will be it for this episode of Inside Marvel. Uh, The next video on the channel will be the Easter egg breakdown, all the Mm. little details you missed in episode two. Now, next week, uh, some personal stuff has come up that I have to go handle, so I'm not gonna be here for Inside Marvel, But we're gonna have a special guest up here with MT. So stay tuned for that. And uh, throughout this week, you're gonna see plenty of wonderful Loki videos. So hold on to your butts. Be sure to subscribe to New Rockstars. Check out our great merch options at newrockstarsmerch.com. Follow me at EAVOS. Follow MT at Mastertainment. Thank you for watching. We'll close with our favorite moment of the episode. (gasps) I stole that reset, John, as well.